Hey, hey everybody. everybody, what's up? I'm Sarah the Rebel. I'm Olga Trina. And I'm Misfits Tomorrow. And this, this is, is What Up Podcast. Gang, gang. Yes. That's one way to test the mic. <laughs> we don't think it's broken anymore. Fill the bar, come back. <laughs> if you're new here, this is a podcast wherein crazy feminist cat lady people, that will be us, uh, talk about geeky stuff. <laughs> If, uh, oops, sorry, yeah. I was going to say if, we're, if you're new here again, <clears throat> that's going to be an edit. Nope. We run, oh, nope. <laughs> season. we run down our favorite nerdy news of the week every week, and then we share our chick pics, and then we go right into the main topic. Main topic. Yay. For returning fans, welcome back. We missed you. A little bit. I mean, I guess we don't miss you now that you're not live in the chat. We should probably find some other way to be, like, friends with oh, y'all. Hello. Hello. I miss them. I miss you right now while we we're recording. Maybe this. I'm just cold, fucking hearted. I don't. I don't really miss you. Sarah right doesn't now. miss any of you. We're gonna work on it. I'll, <laughs> I'll find a way to miss you. If you're listening to us at allgames.com or iTunes in the future, hello, future people. Yes, that was probably the best future noise we've ever made. This is going really well. Uh, we have a guest today. Yay! I'm a guest. Yay. I'm a. Like pronounce his name wrong on purpose, just for it. fun. Era, you know, you know that's happened a lot to me throughout grade school, middle People school. Era, era, like that's a, that's an e. All Y'all kind know. of ways you could pronounce it incorrect. Ways I never thought you could pronounce. <laughs> I never imagined Ira could ever be pronounced this way. It happens, but it was Ira. Uh, That's happened before also. This man is the official pop culture genius at Blavity. I've actually never said that out loud before, so I'm glad that worked out. Uh, Tell the folks at home a little bit about Blavity and about yourself. Hi, guys. I'm Ira. Uh, Ira. Ira. Blavity is a, it's like a, it's a media company for multicultural millennials. Uh, Before they were covering a lot of, a lot of black news and stuff like that. But then I came along and I said, we should have a nerd section. Ha 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 ha. And I started writing a column, and uh, they were gracious enough to let me. And apparently, some people like it. Yay! And now there's a whole section, and I have a, a video show. It's called Strictly for My Blurreds. comes out every Tuesday. You should watch it, because I'm ridiculous. I don't know, but Strictly for Blurreds, some of y'all shouldn't watch it. I feel like, I feel like everyone should watch it. Just say it. He's, if he says I can watch it, I'm watching it. Yeah. 100% you can watch it. I would just give it a go. Inner blur. Yeah. Inner blur. Uh, like it's a blur inside of everyone. That's like we were, we were joking on, on Twitter about um, cuffing season. Some like white magazine was like, cuffing season is here. And it was like two white people in bed. And they were like, you don't get it anymore. Cuffing season is canceled. <laughs> and so one of like, our fans' response was, wow, I had to Google that. And I had to stop myself from being like, as it should be. Yeah. <laughs> you should have to Google that. It's fine. Whatever. Moving along. Uh, right now, it's time for Newsflash. Newsflash. So uh, the way this used to be, it was a, it was our three favorite uh, news stories from the week, but now that we've moved into a different format, it's just going to be recent news stories mm-hmm. that we thought were interesting. Mm-hmm. First, the new Wonder Woman trailer came out. Yeah. yeah. Feelings, thoughts, hopes, dreams. Um, I'm really excited that the... Uh, the Dora Milaje from uh, Civil War is going to be in it. Okay. I'm very excited about that. Um, I have probably been the only person in the world who has been a fan of Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, so I'm excited about that. No. Um, no. And that's it. It's just that I'm scared more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's saying that. Everyone's like, I'm so afraid. I Listen. just want it to be really good, guys. <laughs> I have a few issues. I watched it several times. Why is she a secretary, number one? Yeah. Why does she have to be a secretary? Everybody, like Bruce Wayne, he's a billionaire. Uh, Kal-El's an alien. For, he gets to be a reporter another day. Why does she have to work for a man a, and get his coffee? And what stuff? do you not understand I'm about confused. this? What else can women yeah, do? Because it's, because it's uh, uh, her, because she was in the 40s. That uh, was just the cover that she had because uh, sexism, right? Yeah. So, and this is t- taking place even before the 40s, so it's even more sexism. Yeah. So, that was, I mean, you can tell in the trailer when, you know, Steve is introducing her, he's like, uh, se- secretary? Yeah. You know, like, it's like he doesn't know what to do at that point. So, yeah. I'm okay with that. It's okay the thing. She's my so warrior compatriot. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, this is... You have a stamp of approval, it's okay. Yeah, this is the Amazon that rescued me from a secret <laughs> right. island. 
It's yeah. a long story. Who's better than all of us in this room right now? Like, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, I uh, I only shared the trailer with an ellipses because I can't bring myself to talk about it mm. because of the feelings. Mm. I have uh, Wonder Woman was my most favorite character in the whole wide world uh, as shirt. Sure. Um, she is very much responsible for uh, you know as her Jim Henson and my family responsible for the person that I am today wow. <laughs> very primarily so uh, it's very lit. Uh, I would like it to be not terrible I'm just gonna even go with not terrible if you don't mm. if, you, if you could just not be terrible then I won't have to set fire to the Warner Brothers lot and I don't want to do that um, <laughs> to because it's 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 loads of Clark tape there it's a great lot there's fine people working here please don't make me set fire don't make me burn this please, down please don't I just I just need it not to be terrible I uh <clears throat> I chose not to. Share, <laughs> I chose my, not to share my thoughts on the on the trailer on Twitter okay. because there's of the people that follow me and that I follow. Right. They all seem to love it. Mm. They all were like, "Look at this trailer! It's badass. There's a lot of color in it. Like you know, it's not gray and dark and grim." Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like you mentioned, I've been burned so many times mm-hmm. by DC movies <sighs> that I there's nothing in there anymore. Yeah. My heart is no feeling. I feel nothing yeah. mm-hmm. when I look at that trailer. I'm like. Could go either way. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Uh, so I'm not excited for it still. Um, I also just don't like um, <clears throat> most war movies. So mm. seeing it set, you know, during the World War and everything, like, I don't know why, but I've always found those movies to be incredibly boring. <laughs> and I've seen her origin before. Mm-hmm. So anytime I see a superhero's origin, I'm already half bored. Because I've Bex. seen this origin before. True. I've seen yeah. it in, in comics. I've seen it in cartoons. In some cases, I've seen it in other movies. Not in her case. But, you know, so I personally... There's already a lot against this movie besides it just being a... Even if it wasn't Wonder Woman. If it was just movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things going against it. So I'm pretty much just like, y'all watch it. Y'all tell me it's amazing. I'll go see it. <laughs> okay, but Chris Pine. Fan, not a fan of I him like in this movie. I like him. <laughs> But I just, him in this movie, do we do we want him in um, Wonder Woman? He's a cute love interest. I, I think that's supposed to be his part, right? I, I get why what they. What is his him. part? Well, because okay, so Steve is essentially her damsel. Okay, that's uh, cool. And that's the kind of the way that he's always been, and he's just like he's like a normal dude who I mean has courage and everything like that. Like he's in the war, he's doing all this kind of stuff. Okay. And he's got heart. He's got, he's a got a lot of heart. Got heart. And so what what you have to have is someone who is. Attractive and likable and approachable, but not like two jazz hands. Does that make sense? Right. Okay. I get, you what, you, I mean? I get what you're saying. Because when Steve gets two jazz hands, then it kind of just goes. It, yeah, it gets a little wonky. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I, I think you know, Chris Pine is a very likable dude. I love Chris Pine. Whole jam is being like a likable dude, even if he's being a jerk. That's that's dude. very it's true. Captain Kirk, like that's his jam. Yeah. So I feel like this this will be fine. Okay, cool. um, what I will be interested in seeing is if they do a thing where it's like Steve Trevor the Third in modern day, and it's played by Piney Fresh again. <laughs> Piney Fresh. Fresh. <laughs> that's, that's his rap name. Yeah, Piney Fresh. Uh, that's what we call him uh, in my area. Okay. So uh, that's the thing that I'm interested in, and in right. seeing if they're going to have a modern day Steve Trevor or if they're not. I know actually, and I think in, I want to say that there's one version where Steve Trevor straight up reincarnation. Yes, I think that's true. Um, so I'm trying. I'm trying to remember which version it is. I'm failing in this. Uh, I had a. There's a lot of. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it tells you. It tells you a lot that like our hopes, our greatest hopes for this movie are is that it hits the peg of not terrible. Yeah, like that yes. shows you what's happening because people can can you tear you apart yeah. and say like, oh, how dare you not like DC movies? You're probably just a Marvel shell. Yeah. but it's like. I could be I could be critical of any movie, but I have had huge hopes for DC. Yeah. I grew up on DC. These are my heroes, and like, they're not given. They haven't been given good movies. It's, it's just not safe to ask for more. Yeah, no, yeah, it's really not terrible. Like for your own self care. Right. Yeah. For your own like <laughs> sanity. Like, there is a part of me that wants to see that story where Wonder Woman knocks out the entire Justice League and fights a dragon. Yes. But I know that that won't make it to the screen yeah. if this does not do, like, remotely well. Well, okay, so here's the thing that's interesting. They seem to be going full steam ahead with this whole thing, even mm-hmm. though they know it is, um, you know how in the help she made that pie? Mm. Right. That's, okay. That's, that's the DC Cinematic Universe at yeah. this point. Yeah. It's a shit pie. And wow. So some people may like it and some people don't. 
but it's like they must still be making enough money that it's worth it. No, no they're making is. money. It is making money. It's so weird. They're making a lot of it's money. It's not that weird. People like terrible shit. Reality yeah. TV is yeah. our most popular yeah. content on mm-hmm. television because people like terrible shit. Yeah. And a lot of fans are just in denial and they're you like, just well, maybe go. it doesn't seem like it's it seems like it's bad, but maybe it's not really bad. It's true. Like and we'll set them that money and we'll get hurt. Right. Like right. this is a Marvel movie, but Doctor Strange. A bunch of people were like, oh, I'm not going to see the movie. I'm going to boycott it because, you know, this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. And everybody went and saw it, yeah. except mm-hmm. me, because I'm the only person who stuck to my fucking guns. Um, <laughs> but, like, so many people... I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to say it. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Most people <laughs> went and saw it. Yeah. And, and a lot of people will even say things like, well, I just have to see it, or I, I have to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they get us anyway. That's the yeah, smart yeah. thing about using these comics and these things that we have attachments to is there's a big part of us that's just like, man, I just, I just have to. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, Justice League is going to be, is, is already a shit show. <laughs> oh. It's, I'm hoping that they fix it. Who knows? <gasps> what is, um, what's happening? What's, what's going on? Zack Snyder's still involved. Zack Snyder's oh, still well, I mean, The Flash just lost its yeah. director. Second, second yeah, second I'm director. highly upset about that. I, yeah. And, yeah, that's it. I want Ezra's Mil- Ezra Miller's Flash to do well. I want Aquaman to, to do yeah. well. And I want Cyborg and Wonder Woman to do well. I don't care what Batman and Superman do. They're going to make money no matter what. These are the characters that matter. These are the Justice League members that need to be sold as well as the other members of the Avengers work. I'm not going to get into my you can't make Aquaman cool speech. So, second piece of news. <laughs> sag voice actor strike. <clears throat> For uh, anyone who is not aware... There was a voice actor strike going on uh, in the world of video games in particular is what I'm going to focus on because that's what I know, um, where uh, sag basically was like, hey, you know, you guys do a lot of shitty stuff to us and we want to be treated a little less shitty, and video game companies were like, nah, son, and so there's a stalemate. <laughs> uh, some of, you may have heard different things from different people, right? Mm-hmm. But some of the things that happen to voice actors, uh, first of all, no matter how well a game does, they receive the same amount of money no matter what. Mm-hmm. So they can work on an indie game and make some money. They can work on a shitty game, make that same amount of money. They can work on a game that blows everybody out of the water and sells, you know, millions and millions of copies and they will still make that small same amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like one of the kind of unfair things. They also have currently have no limit set on like screaming sessions. If any, some of y'all may not know voice actors. I live in LA. I know voice actors. Uh, it takes a lot out of them to do all the ah, ah, that happens in all the video games that we know and they have to do that over and over and over again for hours. And if they're not willing to do that, they're going to go hire some other voice actor who is willing to do that. It's mm-hmm. pretty shitty. It's a shitty-ass process. There's a lot of fucked-up stuff going on there. Um, on the other hand, video games... Uh, the video game industry is known for treating all of its employees like shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the QA testers, the developers, you know, there's this idea that crunch is a natural and normal way to work and that uh, if you won't do it, somebody else will do it. It's just very shitty industry as far as how it treats people, so they do not want to give in to any of these demands, as if they're somehow going to lose money. Anyway, it's a whole fucked up thing. Did you guys see anything about it or have any opinions on it? Yeah, um, I didn't start actually knowing people who do the voiceover stuff until like later, but knowing how the process is, pay them. Pay them. Mm-hmm. Pay them. Just pay them. It's hard. Like People can get vocal cord injuries they can blow like they blow their voice out completely and never work again mm-hmm. they don't really i don't know if they even have any insurance or coverage for that mm-hmm. kind of stuff through the thing like it's it's imp- I, I don't understand how you can expect someone to do something that's actually threatening to their health and then not pay them accordingly like right. I, I i don't it doesn't it's like the way the industry treats stunt people. Yeah. It's yeah. like that. It's like this backwards-ass mentality yeah. that somehow anyone could do this. We know that's not a fact. We got all these indie games out here with really shitty voice acting. Mm-hmm. And all the old games we grew up playing with really shitty voice acting to prove to you that it actually takes skill. Mm-hmm. And think about like every single cartoon or video game mm-hmm. that you play that you feel like represents your childhood mm-hmm. and like a really like deep emotional part of your like whole development. And think about that person who's recording it never actually either doing it or ever beginning to work again. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not cool at all. Like, I mean, like, just think about, like, Optimus Prime has been Optimus Prime for, like, 40 years. Like, it's the same dude for 40 years. And think about, like, what happens if he if he's at one of these shitty video game things and they don't treat him right and he blows his cords out and then <laughs> we never get to hear Optimus Prime ever again. Mm-hmm. Does that hurt your feelings? 
It hurts my feelings. Just, yeah. yeah. So so yeah, it does. so so you should back them and you should make sure they get paid for taking. Yeah, care cut of. the check, guys. Yeah. What's going on? Seriously, I mean, you I, need to cut it. Not to draw this out too much longer, but I I've had the the privilege of living with voice actors before and seeing them work and seeing how hard they have to do uh, uh, how much they have to put forward. And I used to live with Lucian Dodge, who, who does like a billion voices now. He's so talented. And Lucian would get up at six in the morning. He would go to work. He would come home by noon. Uh, he would do home recordings until four. And then he would go to the studio to record random shit for four kids and come back completely yeah. toasted. And then he wouldn't be able to work for two days because all of that demand was all in one place. Mm-hmm. So, like, th- this is a, a real thing. This isn't just, oh, they talk for fun and go to work in their jammies. It's it's an actual strenuous thing. It's just like being a singer. It's vocal training. Mm-hmm. And so, not only do they need insurance, not only do they need payment, they need time to hone their skill and they need to be able to pay their rent while doing that. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. So, yeah, don't be dicks. Don't yeah. be dicks. Support voice actors. <clears throat> And finally, third piece of news, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda had a new teaser trailer come out. Um, oh, by the way, the links for some of these will be in the YouTube description. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, uh, I don't, man, Google it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Go find us on YouTube and find the links. Uh, but the latest trailer came out. Did any of you guys see it? Um, I did not I did not see it. I'm very impressed by how this series grows uh, visually every time. So that was that was a big thing for me. Right. So if I'm understanding it correctly, and that's the fun part about Bioware games, you're also just like, mm, I don't really know what uh, <laughs> what I was supposed to get out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it appears to be two people on the moon, and the, it's narration voice voiceover. So one is an N7, and one is uh, white and blue, which is also the colors of the Andromeda Initiative. We'll get to that in a second. Mm. Um, and they're like, oh, discovery. <laughs> <laughs> Discovery. All right. Yeah. Uh, the Andromeda Initiative, if you've noticed, Mass Effect has rebranded everything. It is no longer the N7 logo all over the place, or even the Mass Effect logo. It is AI, which looks like uh, Adobe InDesign, <laughs> and a little little blue triangle. It's real. No offense, Mass Effect. Y'all know I love you to fucking death, but it's an ugly-ass logo. <laughs> um, and the Andromeda Initiative is something they've asked us to join. So it appears like it's saying become one of the explorers in this initiative to visit this new galaxy Andromeda. Mm. That appears to be the premise. Tight. Um, so they're, they're steering away from N7. They're really pushing themselves hard away from the old games. Um, if you guys are watching on YouTube, we'd love to know in the comments what you think about that. Did you have any other thoughts besides visual beauty of, of the game? It's been a while since I've played a Mass Effect game, so I think now that it, it sort of seems like it's jumping into this new realm and story, right. I'm excited to get back on it. I'll tell you why I'm fucking concerned. to jump in. You know me. Negative Sarah. This is what I do. I'm <laughs> negative. So, first of all, maybe if y'all hadn't lost all the people who worked on the original Mass Effect, I would feel a little more confident. Like, oh, you know, it's just time. They're tired of telling the story. They're going to go tell an entirely new story. But instead, slowly, all of the people who worked on Mass Effect and made Mass Effect what it was have fucking dipped, right? And EA runs this company now. EA runs this. And Mass Effect 3, while I did quite enjoy the multiplayer, was definitely not up to par with the other two games and had a lot of problems, but then the solutions for fixing those problems were kind of like, fuck you fans, you just don't know how to appreciate shit. Uh, So I'm incredibly nervous. Mm -hmm. To me, I'm worried that this game is not going to feel like a Mass Effect game at all. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's them taking the name and just making something else, and who knows if that's going to be good or not. Mm -hmm. I don't, but I'm probably not going to like it, Mm -hmm. because I'm negative. I think that wraps it up. Are we ready for our next segment? Yes. It It is time for Chick Picks. Not the sound of a chicken. (laughs) It's a good default sound, though. I I, I just have the image now of a chicken opening its mouth. Airplane coming out. Imagine that giant chocobo from E3. So chick picks are things that we think you should go check out every week. Uh, usually they're by a woman or about a woman, but not always. Uh, who wants to go first? I can go first. 
Do it. Hey, Beyonce and the Chi Dixie Chicks. What? All right, so there's this whole thing where this, the Country Music Awards happened, and mm -hmm. um, as they have been for the last couple of years, they've been inviting people outside of country music to come and perform. That's you know the shit's doing poorly. Yeah. Well, but not <laughs> yet. But it's also, but it's also people who are like, oh, you know, Justin Timberlake, he's from Tennessee, and like <laughs> stuff like that. So mm -hmm. Beyonce came. They invited Beyonce on because she has a country song on mm -hmm. her current album called Daddy Lessons. A lot of country artists, a female country artists, have been covering her song in their in their uh, concerts, including the Dixie Chicks. So she invited mm -hmm. the Dixie Chicks onto the CMA Awards with them. Now I watched the show. Because I like watching performance shows, mm. uh, even though this will probably be the last time I watch the CMAs. I'll mm. get to that in a second. No, there were no announcements. She came on the top of the third hour. The curtain just came up, and then there was resplendence. Resplendence. Iconic. Iconic. She was wearing that grand old Opry Beyonce style dress. I saw you, girl. Mm -hmm. Daddy made a soldier out of me. So, yeah. So, um, she came in. They came in there was this baritone player getting his entire life. <laughs> it was my favorite thing. And so afterwards, some weird stuff happened where it seemed like the Country Music Awards maybe kind of scrubbed their appearance from their sites. Um, it definitely did, man. This lady who's the president of the production, either she's the producer or the president of the, I can't remember, I can't remember because it's not important. Um, but she's like, no, no, because Beyonce only has, she's very protective of her image and we only have so many approved things. And I was like, sure, Jan. And so, so, so that was kind of weird. And then Travis Tritt came on his Twitter talking about, well, we don't need pop or rap groups to, you know, to help country music thrive. We should go on its own. Obviously, you fucking do. Travis. Everyone needs Beyonce, though. Yes. Everyone needs Beyonce. Travis is tripping. Yeah, Travis is straight tripping. And his, his, his uh, mentions have been... Uh, just, As they just, should, like on fire for like wow. the last two days. That's and what he's happens. Engaging people, and he's also doing, and like he's like, well, no. And, oh, and this is the thing that got him most. Well, first of all, Beyonce is not a rap artist. Right, so that's, that's really annoying. Uh, second of all, he's like, well, you know, it's not like you're gonna have country music artists on the BT Awards or Soul Train now. First of all, <laughs> you, you've never watched those, so you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Second of all, hey, who created country music? Oh, black black people. Black what? This is another reason why I'm mad at Red Dead Redemption, but I won't get all into it. This idea that country and cowboys and like just the the countryness of anything doesn't have people of color in yeah. it. Yeah, it's so. Anyways, his his. I'm his, sorry, Hootie and the Blowfish was on your show. How many fucking times? You get one. Apparently, country music goes only one black person <laughs> per every forty years, and this time it's Hootie. So anyway, Hootie. it's a, it's a it's fine. So, but the, <laughs> but what I love most about this performance, and this is why this is great, is because the Dixie Chicks have not been on any country music awards since they. Yeah, remember? Facts. Remember that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so everyone was like, Dixie Chicks, whatever, and they've been perfectly fine existing yeah. on their own without them. So mm -hmm. uh, even Natalie Mays, who's the, you know primary lead singer of the group, was on Twitter like I, I never thought I'd ever be on the CMAs ever again and then Beyonce called yeah. and so they and I just, I just and also just the fact that like that song is a country song mm -hmm. so yeah. even if your argument oh we don't need this or that to help us succeed it wasn't like she was Taylor Swift up there singing pop songs pretending it was country she's singing a country song for as you someone, like, one of the first responses to that is like it's not like she was on their uh, performing formation she right. was singing because although song. girl would have oh, been nice the other day yeah. Yeah, right. she <laughs> Did you see the crowd shots, by the way? Go yes. watch the performance. You see all the women like, da 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 But you see like, all the men like... A third of the men. Because, <laughs> uh, I will shout out to Garth Brooks and Keith Urban because they were into it. Well, that's not surprising. Because, <laughs> because, <laughs> because, because yeah. Garth Brooks. Right. Keith Urban. Right. Right. <laughs> Chessie's tiny little ass looking all sour. They looked like they had sucked on some lemon heads before <laughs> they were like... <laughs> But yeah, and I think I think the thing wasn't just as Beyonce is it's because she brought the Dixie Chicks, and I think that, so that was, was like it was, and, and just, it was a Dixie Chicks situation. It was mm -hmm. both of them, and I, and that's why that's my favorite thing this week. Just mm -hmm. just the layers. Yes, the layers. Go go watch your performance. And so um, Beyonce and the Dixie Chicks, uh, and I did tweet this. Please, please, please make a country album together. Please. <laughs> yes. Please, please, please. It was like, so enjoyable on so many levels. Please do it. Fuck them up. And Kenny Chesney, stop hating. Stop hating what you're hating at. Take, make it so they oh. invite you to the CMAs and then say you won't go. Yes, yes. So, and this <laughs> thing, like, I actually do enjoy country music. I don't enjoy mo most male country singers because they can't sing. Mm -hmm. But um, I do enjoy country music. So it's like, you know, y'all act like we don't... A exist. positive thing from them was Dolly Parton got the Willie Nelson Award yes. and said... Uh, what you say? This is the highlight of my life. And then started dying because it was a Willie Nelson weed joke, and she laughed, and her laugh was like 
the most normal shit. Angels. It was like an angel yeah. just flew by yeah. you. It was the best. Yeah. The Dolly Parton and, and the whole Dolly Parton like uh, um, tribute section. Yes. Because mm. you got you got your Rebas. Mm. You got your uh, Sugarland. Well, the, the uh, name woman from Sugarland. Who I can't remember her name right now. <laughs> Bad lady. Uh, but she performed pen- Pentatonics doing that cover of Jolene that mm-hmm. they originally It was so good. Cool. I got goosebumps thinking about that. Pentatonics yeah. mm-hmm. is tight, so. Yeah. Also, so, no, Travis Pentatonics and Dolly Parton go watch this show. Yeah, tight. And, and, and why didn't she complain about Pentatonics? Because they're. Yeah. Was, uh, what? Travis they ain't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They ain't country. Travis? They're country. <laughs> and almost all of them are gay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> almost all of them. There's, wait, there's wait, all, wait, all wait, all wait, 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 a large percentage <laughs> of the pentatonics are indeed two browns. <laughs> two browns. Not one. Wait. Two. Wait. Wait, that guy, Brown. the one with the deep voice ain't gay, is he? I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I know for sure there are two, there are two the people two. for sure. <laughs> I love Superfruit, by the way. I watch that shit all the time. Yeah, I love Superfruit. When I meet people, I just automatically assume they're gay. And that beatbox is fire. I love yes. the beatbox. I've seen him thing play cello I've seen him play cello and beatbox. He's so no. talented. I watched their documentary on Netflix. I recommend it highly. Y'all know I don't have a problem with the gays. But just if you could give him back. Give him I'll back. Tra- I'll, I'll trade tra- you whatever you, what you want. What do you want? Do you want? I'll trade you. straight delegation. I will volunteer as tribute. I'll give you Chris Bond. I'll give you Chris Bond. Or like, or like Chris Bond. All of the Chrises. All of the Chrises. No, not Evans. We will give you two Evans. Not Evans. Not Evans. No, we gotta keep Evans. Don't be selfish. Listen, the straight Evans delegation. Give me this one. You guys have Matt Bomer. I need Chris Evans. Matt Bomer. Anyway, also one of my favorite things to come out from that whole thing is that someone retweeted that Travis Trick complaining thing, and they did the black delegation would like to invite the Dixie Chicks with a picture. I did see that. It's a very good tweet. So there's a lot of joy coming from that, uh, mm-hmm. from all that sourness, from this actual purely joyful. I mean, there are black people on like washboards mm-hmm. and harmonicas getting their ever living life. It was great. The crowd did get hyped when that harmonica bit happened. Yeah. I did enjoy that. Like yes. no country person could deny no, a harmonica. Everyone loves no. a good harmonica. But a good harmonica. It's a universal it thing. Right. <laughs> That's why Stevie Wonder is so so popular. It's like, You're like I'm so angry this at this black woman on my soul. That fucking harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> harmonica yeah. in the fourth grade <laughs> I practiced for a week and it was over I said I'm not going to be Steve it's done I learned how to play Love Me Do and I quit I was like well, it's good we're good some taste like more, blood in my mouth more accomplished than me like <laughs> harmonicas taste like blood yeah. they kind of because they're like was it rusty? Oh, what are you doing? Hold on, what? Oh, no. Brassy. Brassy. Well, you know, there you go. Maybe you should not have bought that harmonica. For you know, a lot of, lot of synonyms <laughs> for blood taste. <laughs> I played my soul to hell. No! Okay, Sarah, what's your chick pick? <laughs> <laughs> on an incredibly more depressing note. Oh, no. oh. Uh, the oh. Standing Rock Sioux are still fighting uh, against that North Dakota pipeline. And I'll have a link on YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes or all games, please uh, just Google it. Ten ways you can help the Standing Rock Sioux fight the Dakota Access Pipeline. Um, it's a fucking bullshit happening mm. up there. I mean, yeah. there's no other way to say it. They are accusing Native Americans of trespassing. On their can you fucking just die already, whoever you are? They have sent people up there. They're tear gassing people. Mm-hmm. They're attacking them. They're treating them just as bad as with Ferguson, man. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. Um, and I know I feel pretty helpless about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, what can I do? Since I, I don't want to go there. Sometimes when you go to a protest, you make shit worse. Yeah. Um, so what can I do to help? And I found you guys an article. It's got a lot of great suggestions, such mm-hmm. as um, different people to call. Um as well as uh, links to where to donate if you'd rather donate. So I would love it if you guys could um, just help our brothers and sisters out because it's some fucking bullshit. That pipeline was deemed too fucking harmful to go through a city. Mm-hmm. It's not like Native American people just being fussy, For right? Real, They're not like, oh, you're ruining my burial grounds. Yeah. I'm angry, Native American stereotype. No, this shit is harmful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a problem 
And they're putting it through here because they think it will nobody will care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it boils down to. On land that is actual Native American. Right. Yeah. Fucking cut it out. Y'all don't want to be the bad guy in Avatar or mm-hmm. you know the bad guy in Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. You're just you know evil white people. Well, <laughs> yeah. Stop being yeah. Just stop. Stop being your own harmful stereotype. Exactly. Stop. That's exactly. Stop playing into your, your stereotype. stereotype. This is your exact stereotype. If you don't want it, fight pull it. your pants up, white people. <laughs> shit <laughs> all right Katrina yes uh, uh, and in on that note make sure to vote this oh, Tuesday I voted, vote. I voted voting already. is my chick yeah. pick if you have not voted mm. early get up early Tuesday morning call your boss and tell him you gotta save America I've gotta save America <laughs> you, yeah. so, on Tuesday we need to save America yeah. like we are in that and sounds like a joke yeah. it's not no, a fucking facts. joke it's not no. a, I don't even know if this thing's gonna be out on Tuesday but it's not yeah. a joke you guys have yeah. got to vote and please just do your best to uh, check things out on a local level read about your local politicians because we, honestly like if we end up with the right person in the White House who knows what the fuck she's doing, she's gonna need some backup to make right. actual change. Because that GOP done fucked up everything they Obama up, tried. Yeah, we they are blocking everything. No, and we, they spent three years trying to repeal the thing that's supposed to help everyone not die mm-hmm. instead of, uh, and then they they took out the parts that would actually make it be cool, mm-hmm. and then was like, this is not working, and instead yes, of put, instead of putting that. stuff back so. there. So, like, it's, could you help? Do you guys remember the blockade from the prequels that was, like, the big pain in Queen Amidala's ass around yes. Naboo? That is basically what the GOP is doing to America. They're putting up a blockade around our progress. And mm-hmm. so, do your best, do your research, and get out on Tuesday if you haven't already. Please vote. Right. Also, if you're in California, I recommend looking up those props ahead of time. Please do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like, there are lots, a lot of them. I, I spent, like, an hour researching because, you know, you, you, some of the, all of them sound really good. Yeah, they all no, sound real, like though. they should be a yes. Except, but they can't. But nah, though. <laughs> They're yeah. not all. Right, you need yeah. to you need to do your research for that yeah. part. And there's like a there's a, a nonpartisan kind of shortcut. Yeah, what was it? Bit, 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 uh, why is my my doorbell ringing? Uh, we don't want any. Uh, it's just my clock. Ignore that noise, everyone. <laughs> uh, if it rings again, I'll, I'll go check it. Would it be funny if it was like something hilarious, like Dante Bosco? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. Oh, look who showed up. Then it turned into a sitcom and we have a new guest. It's true, and we'd have to all go, hey! hey. <laughs> yeah. As they say, a witty catchphrase. But yes, please go vote because I don't want to have to move to Canada. Vote. Please. Not that I love, I don't love Canadians, I just don't want to it's have cold. to move. I don't have money to move to <laughs> Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, just in case if there's any Canadians no out there who want to, like, Roll with that dual citizenship. We can help each other out. Yeah, um, no, no, yeah. Let's you know, get married. Should the worst come to pass, I bought this really great bag from <laughs> Cards okay. Against Humanity. It's it's called a Trump bug out bag. It's got a little cat hair on it. Okay. Um, but it, it's got a lot of great things like some beans. Beans okay. are the good. end of the world. Yeah. Um, a gas mask. Oh, good. That's necessary. Good. Necessary. Uh, some cards against humanity stuff. Some little, little hard tech. Okay. Um, I think I don't know what the fuck this is. That's, that's a harmonica. harmonica. That looks like a harmonica. That's a harmonica. If you want to, if you want to be like Stevie, <laughs> if you want to reenact the Beyonce performance at the CMAs, <laughs> you have a harmonica. This is exactly. This is what you need. Hey. That's what you do to stop white people in their tracks when they come to attack you. Guys, why was I so good at that? It's natural talent is what it's called. You're a savant. Guys, we have to stop this podcast right now. Sarah's just found her calling. You got to witness it live. It's not really live. But it it feels like it's live, right? Uh, Is that a vibrator? I hope so, God. Oh, it looks like a walkie-talkie. It looks like a communication it's, device. It's, it looks like it's a, a combo uh, flashlight and oh. video. Oh, okay. okay. I'm just saying, if, you, if I gotta go to Canada, yes. I'm set. My plan... You can start busking <laughs> immediately. Put yeah. a hat down. Um, I'm gonna take over Canadian Sci-Fi TV. That's my plan. Canadian <laughs> Sci-Fi Canadian TV. Yes. I'm gonna live on the CW lot. Oh, yeah. True. That's right. Uh, if anybody wa- watching has skills, can you like... Um, <laughs> Can you cut that section? You have skills. <laughs> um, you have skills. We need. I need a certain set, though. A certain set of skills. <laughs> yeah, we need the digital agent to get it together. Skills <laughs> only. 
I already have a chick pick. I do have a chick pick. After you go watch Beyonce and the Dixie Chicks, uh, and then go donate, and then go vote, uh, go listen to my friend's podcast, It's Nerds of Prey, shout out to my homies, Mel, Shannon, Cameron, Lauren, it's fun, it's interesting, you'll have a good time. Yes. Yeah. I did something good. Yes. You did it. (laughs) Fighting evil one good deed at a time. Indeed. All right, so I guess it's about time for... Heads up, woman up! Yeah, oh, yeah, we did that. That was a, that was a pretty decent we did transition. That. This week we're talking <laughs> about adaptations because everything is being adapted into other things, and mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about those things and other stuff. Good. Yeah. Yay! Uh, so first, let's let's have some fun thoughts. Uh, do you guys have? Um, you know, before we be thinking about this question, I want to okay. give you all some time to think about it. Okay. Uh, some of your favorite and least favorite adaptations. Be mm. thinking about that. Mm. Uh, but my first question is, what do you think is the easiest adaptation to do? Uh, and what I mean by that is like an example could be, oh, books to TV shows or, or books to movies or comics to movies. Uh, what or, or to cartoons? What do you think is the best or easiest adaptation to do? I think in theory, books to movies should be the easiest adaptation. But I feel like uh, shows to movies or cartoons to film are much easier because you have all the visual mm. context. I'm going to have to co-sign there. I'm going to say shows to movies. Mm-hmm. Co-sign. Uh, I mean, I, that is true. I was thinking comics to animation, but that's mm. really primarily because DC um, has, for the most part, mm-hmm. been really great. I just think they're extra nice at it. Like, I don't know yeah. if like, it's like, that I, I don't easy. know if it's easy. Well, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, Marvel... 50-50 on it. Like, I, the, the 90s X-Men cartoon and Spider-Man cartoon were both really enjoyable. I mean, the Spider-Man cartoon did the, the, did the clone saga. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's some deep, deep comic nerdery right there. Mm-hmm. And they made it in a way that was interesting and understandable. Mm-hmm. So, um, Earth of Minus Heroes was super great. Uh, they're a little spottier with their, uh, with their adaptations, but mm-hmm. for the most part, because they have people who care about the material doing it, it ends up working out well. Kind of like, the, and the DC stuff has usually been real, real great. Mm-hmm. Uh, recent, um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, anyway, but yeah. I'm gonna also say uh, uh, comics to cartoons. The reason I don't think books make good at- adaptation for anything except TV shows mm-hmm. is because usually a book has a lot in it, right? Mm-hmm. You've got mm. people's thoughts, you've got their motivations, you've mm. got uh, side stories that help you understand things more, you've got descriptions of how things look. I think there's too much to make a movie. Mm. Um, you know, Lord of the Rings, the first trilogy was this great exception that finally did a wonderful adaptation, but look how long mm. those movies had to be to do that. Yeah, um, okay, okay. And they were lucky enough not to have a book with like true point of views. You were never very deeply in a lot of the characters' heads. Mm. But like Game of Thrones could never be a good movie, mm. for example. Um, mm. So I think <clears throat> books are actually pretty hard to make into movies simply because of all the stuff you have to take out to get to that short story, but I think they make better TV shows because you have the time to actually sit there and do it. But I think comics to cartoons is so natural because comics are just not moving cartoons. Yeah. No, okay, yeah. facts, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about a budgetary limitation. I think animation is hard, though. Like, there's so many animations, there's so many shows that suck. Like, mm-hmm. how many good animation shows, like, that are cartoon, with comics adapted to cartoons are there, really? Like, Young Justice, which is gone. That. Young Justice, Green Lantern, the animated series. Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Jail the Jet, Man, I like, yeah. Superman, Batman. I'll take that back. Static Shock was fire, too. Okay, right. No, yeah. I'm sorry. I completely uh, disagree with you on this. I got, a, I got ahead of myself, guys. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I even uh, like the Black Panther one. Here's like, the only reason I, I think comics to cartoons ever fail. It is not because of the adaptation, but because of the way it's marketed. Because cartoons okay. are automatically sure. looked at as a kid's thing. Because they try to sell about, toys. Yeah, think about how many people ca- came into Young Justice two years after the show. Whack. Like, like us. Like, yeah. we didn't get into it until it was well and done because our friends said it was good because our friends one day were really bored and were like, fine, we'll watch this DC yeah. show. Yeah. So, they, yeah, that's kind of where. Yeah, if they, if they had moved Young Justice onto Toonami, mm-hmm. it would have been lit. It would have been. Yep. Yeah. Right, and, and it's all about the market. Yeah, we like can't use toys as the barometer thing. anymore. Like, no. stop trying to. Yeah. I mean, the easiest way so to, toys. to see the examples go back and watch She-Ra and He-Man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Almost nothing makes sense in those cartoons. 
you like you're just expected to just accept everything that happens, not have any loose ends tied up, not mm-hmm. get continuations nope. any stories because like the idea of cartoons, they're for kids. Kids are kind of dumb. They don't really need complicated or interesting or deep stories. And so when you start getting these complicated, interesting, or deep stories in comics, I think there's a lot of studios where it's like, well, we can't do that to kids. Mm. Like, the X-Men cartoon was pretty dumbed down in, in a lot of ways, but not dumbed down as it could have been, which is why so many of us still liked it. Mm-hmm. Batman, the animated series? Like, how'd they sneak that by people? <laughs> For real, though. Uh, fun, fun, fun thing about that is that um, by about the fourth, I think it was, season, uh, the the... Warner people started realizing how popular it was, mm-hmm. but then they were like, wait a minute, this is for kids. And so that's why they went through that sort of visual change. Mm. Uh, but ironically, some of their darkest episodes happened during that period because yeah. Paul Dini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's this, this idea that, oh, because something's for kids, kids yeah. can't handle complexity or darkness. Uh, meanwhile, over in the island that my father's from, the news just shows blood everywhere every time an accident happens, and all the little kids are like, look, that's that's life. So I'm just saying, I feel like kids could probably handle yeah. a little more. 100%. Than you think. And it's yeah. why, like, Avatar The Last Airbender and stuff like that, that's right. more complicated and does mm-hmm. not insult the intelligence of its viewership. Yeah. It ends up being or even, so like, you go super like, Gargoyles. Gargoyles was lit. Lit. That's the thing, is that, like, if you're going to make a comic book thing and you're going to make it for, like, kids, give, like... Think about as think about it as you're writing for young adults because that's what like kids mentally with stories so many of them are that and then mm-hmm. if they're not they have the animation yeah so that's that's where I think yeah. you know yeah but I want all these ad- adaptations to me work. too I, I you know because I like having different uh, aspects of the story you know mm-hmm. uh, explored I think that there is some hidden depths that you can get out of by actually putting humans talking into things versus mm-hmm. just reading the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I just, I'm personally, this is terrible of me, and I know y'all, some of y'all are going to be real upset, but I have mentioned it before. Uh, comics and manga, I don't enjoy them as much as anime and cartoons. Mm-hmm. I like things to move, mm-hmm. or I just want to read a book. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, there, there's definitely a place for that for people like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, mm-hmm. now that you've had a little bit to think about it, what are some of your favorite adaptations? Tell me where they're from and then what you like about them. And if anybody needs some more time, I can go first. You oh. should go first. How dare you? Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I actually hadn't thought about it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, so I really, really, really liked um, the Game of Thrones books to TV show. Mm-hmm. Now, y'all know I have some problems with the TV show currently um, that may get resolved in the next season. and. You know, all that stuff, but the actual act of transferring the books over to a show on HBO, I think, worked really, really, really well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially for a book that is almost entirely written in various people's points of view. That shouldn't have been able to be a TV show very easily. Uh, But I think they did a great job of immersing you in the world and telling you what people are thinking through facial expressions, Mm -hmm. which added a lot of nuance to different parts of the story uh, that you might not have really thought about if you're being told something, right? If, if I tell you, hey, I, I don't really like cheese, you're like, cool, she doesn't like cheese. But if you see me go to like eat a sandwich, realize there's cheese in it, be disgusted, put the cheese down, I feel like you feel it more, mm-hmm. um, you know, showing instead of telling it. I think they did a, a great job in that. I think they changed some things from the book that really were better with the change. Um, and I think it also... I don't know, they, they changed some things that were kind of weird. Like, Daenerys is a lot less likable <laughs> in the books, but mm. they made her really likable in the show. So I don't know. The, I think overall it did uh, what it was supposed to do. Mm. Um, I think mine... The first thing that keeps popping in my head is Superman Batman Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an adaption of... Uh, from the Superman Batman comics, they had a whole arc where they introduced the version of, the new version of Supergirl... That happened after like a little bit of a uh, universal shift, as they do uh, mm-hmm. reset. So uh, she was uh, basically in her her uh, cocoon longer, which is basically the the origin they're using for the Supergirl TV show. Um, though the difference in the comic book and the TV show is that they say that because she was in that pod longer and in closer to the sun or something like that, she could conceivably be more powerful than Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so in that there's a whole thing with. Diana and the Amazons taking Supergirl and be like, no, we're going to train her. Mm-hmm. What can you do? And then what I loved about the um, 
the movie is they brought an apocalypse in there, and then you got to see Barda and uh, Diana against the Furies, and that's like one of my favorite animated sequences, yes. fight sequences. Shout out to Lauren Montgomery who directed that. I quite so, enjoyed that. If the movie can be as good as that yeah, can be cartoon, I would be like, all right, cool, you did yeah, a good job. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, I have I have two favorite adaptations, and they are both CW shows right mm. now. Um, at least, like my all time favorite adaptation is the Never Men- Never Ending Story. But I think my Never Ending Story. Yeah, the, my most relevant ones right now, and this is crazy because one of them is spun so far off of the source that it's like completely different. I really like the Supergirl TV show. Also, like, like it just I, I this is I've never really cared about the super anything family. Like uh, mm. the L family does not matter to me. Um, and until, until I watched the shirt. show, and then suddenly I wanted to know everything about Supergirl. And then when when Tyler came on, Tyler Oakland came on as a uh, as Hochelin, whatever. Anyway, cute butt Hashtag came on as Superman. <laughs> I suddenly cared more about but Superman because so this nice. is what I thought Superman was supposed to be, like mm. the from the JLA cartoons. Like yes. this was the Superman that I grew up with. Yeah. Mm. So to me, it was kind of an adaptation for him of the JLA Superman, and then the adaptation of Supergirl to the TV show. Um, I also really like iZombie, which has almost okay. nothing to do with its source material. What is its source she, material? Yeah. She turns into a zombie after getting bit at a party, and that's basically where it kind of breaks off. Is, is it based on a comic? Yeah, it's oh. based off of a comic oh, of the no same idea. name uh, by Vertigo, which mm-hmm. is pu- publishing some great comics right now, by the way. Um, and the comic is also very great, but it's a completely different characters just the concept of it was taken for this tv show and the tv show was one of the most entertaining things i have watched in a long time i should so, add um that i actually do like the lucifer tv series oh i love yeah mm-hmm. i love Completely lucifer different. the premise of it sounds like it's dumb okay like because it's like oh the devil goes with five the promos i've seen are not yeah. pro- we're not promising no, no. But, like if you actually watch the show the actors it's are like really nice. great and it's a character study okay movie, and um i never thought i was like this sounds like it's going to be awful and it's yeah. not awful it's really great and i think uh leslie ann brant's uh, uh character in there who's like a demon uh bodyguard mm-hmm. but she's like born because they're in la doing stuff and she's I feel like you you need to watch this show specifically for a minute deal. Yes. Like, (laughs) you see him, you'll be like, I love Principal Woods on Buffy. (laughs) I wanted to bang that man. (laughs) Guess what? He's very shirtless all the time. Oh, okay, I'm in. Was this Lucifer? (laughs) I didn't like the first few episodes because I was like, is this going to be a dumb show where the girls are all 90 pound love interests, blah, blah, blah. And then I kept watching it. I was like, oh. Well, I saw, I think, the fourth or fifth episode first, because mm-hmm. I was like, it happened to be on, so I just was like, I know, I was already DVRing it, right. so I like, uh, have to watch, because it takes, uh, pro tip, uh, it takes about five episodes for any TV show to kind of find its way. So you got time for that Gotham. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Except for Gotham, which never finds So, yeah, it takes about five episodes for any show to kind of write through its notes and find find its footing, so mm-hmm. like I checked out about episode four, and I was like, ah, mm-hmm. I see some of the things you're doing here, so it was... I, I, yeah. yeah, I really like it. Sorry, okay. uh, I gotta go static. I gotta go static. Static, static to static yeah. shock. <clears throat> First of all, because Dwayne McDuffie's genius, art piece of the legend. Yeah. Um, and when I was a young, when I was a young warthog, like it was, was a young warthog. <laughs> It was literally like the first time on television I saw like a person that was like kind of in my age range, like mm-hmm. being a hero, saving the world. He had powers. He had a cool best friend. He, and then my older cousins like, oh, you should read the comics. I have all these comics in my basement. You should read them. And then I read the comics, and I was like, oh, this is even better than the show, kind of. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Your fingers crossed for more static. We we, we had that little <sighs> Dakota Universe revival last year, and I then just, it was like, what the fuck, DC? Where did it go? Um, I just want to show again. I, well, another I making Black Lightning with yes. with so um, Young Justice. If they yeah, could just keep, make another season, I think on Netflix, please. Yes. Come on. Uh, about the milestone thing, they they brought a bunch of people, and it's the milestone two point oh. I've, I've seen a, it. Um, there is a. There's production going on or uh, development going on a static, probably web series. Okay. Um, I haven't seen any updates about that, but I know. I really Can you imagine there. after Luke Cage? That'd be so lit. What could be fucking done with static shot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Guys, we live in a new fucking time. Mm. People. Um, yeah, so that's one of the things. I don't know what they're planning on the comic side. Yeah. I think that there's. A, I think there's a lot of. 
I know he was in the Indie 52. I don't know what's yeah, going on ever since. I like, would guess that they were going to probably try and get as much live action or animated stuff going more so than the comics. I agree. Because I don't know how they... I don't, I don't know if they want to mess with the, whatever they're doing Rebirth, unless they do their own imprint again, which right. also is possible. Right. Um, but I did like I did like Static being with uh, 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 the Titans and stuff. I, I like that, that too. Cool that was cool. Kind mm-hmm. of thing. And yeah, shout out to you on Justice. Shout out. Do bring it. Bring it back. It. Keep I bending. Bring it back. I, again, I'm so, so we've We've been very happy. Let's be sad again. Oh, no. okay. Least okay. favorite adaptation. The Dragon Ball movie. Yes, fuck That's the worst. It's the worst. How I feel like little it's unanimous. effort can you yes. put into anything? Why yeah. is Goku in school? That's weird. Since when does Goku it's read? Strange. It's dumb. That's the main point of the show. It's He's confusing. Stupid. He just likes fighting. He's just so stupid and he likes fighting. He doesn't like girls. He doesn't like anything but fighting. Like, I'm surprised he figured out how to have sex and make babies. Like, he didn't no, figure he didn't. out how to kiss. No. Did you know that? <laughs> she can't <laughs> that. She, she was like, just put it in the hole, boy. Just do it. Jeez, go uh, back to fighting. Uh, on that note, the last airbender. Yes. Yeah. I mean, also it's, equally terrible. I think Dragon Ball is a little more terrible than... Yeah. than uh, you know, uh, the only reason I think it was more terrible is because what the fuck, you couldn't even give Bulma blue contacts? Yeah, it was a stretch. Like, how, this, how little effort can you put into making the characters I, I not look the like themselves? The, I love that Yamcha. Okay. Okay. And I kind of like Roshi, even though he wasn't yeah. old enough. Well, yeah. 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 It's like the Lifetime movie version of Dragon Ball Z. Lifetime movie, Lifetime ruins everyone's yeah. lives. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't be mad at Chowin Fat. Yeah. yeah, I know. Was, oh. He was like the highlight of yeah. the movie. So, and, and this is why... That shouldn't be the case, though. And, like, and, the... and this is why Dragon Ball Z is, is slightly less terrible than The Last Airbender. Because okay. at least you had two people in there that were doing their job. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Last Airbender was a garbage fight. Oh. And not mm-hmm. just that. I th- to me, I think it's worse because Dragon Ball Z... While we all and Dragon Ball, while we all have a lot of feelings about it, is not like the best shit ever. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. It was fun and okay. enjoyable, but it's not like amazing. Mm, yeah. But it's my childhood. Though. It's your childhood, yes. but you gotta yes. you gotta separate yourself from that. Yeah. You're like, I'll add this nostalgia, but if you try to just watch the same episodes you watched when it's you were not, little, it's not tight. you fast forward through a lot of shit. Because <laughs> it's, oh, it's all it's the fights. That's yeah, it's not but tight. But the last Airbender, you had it. You had it everything. You it was amazing. Written for you. Mm-hmm. Why you do anything? Yeah. <laughs> you even changed people's races. Yeah, strange. Except for the brown people who were the villains. Why did y'all make the foundation Indian? They were Japan. They were Japan. Like I would have been I would have been totally cool with race flips like, oh, Katara's like a black woman now. And she's and not, supposed like, to be a brown Inuit. Inuit. Yeah. 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 They're supposed to be Inuit. Yeah. And there's like shot where there's a bunch of Inuit standing around and you're like, well, wait, where did these children come from then? <laughs> I don't understand who your parents are. <laughs> Alright. Uh, they found them floating. We found these damn white babies floating. Let's, let's oh, jeez. Oh, God. Be okay. That's the worst Superman. Uh, do you have a least favorite adaptation? Oh. The worst Superman. <laughs> I'll come back to you. Yeah. The yeah, least favorite know. adaptation is Jim. Jim? Oh, Jim. Oh, Jim, oh, Jim and the hologram. Okay, See, yeah, that was trash. another one where it's like, why didn't you even Fine. try? Well, okay. In defense of John and Chu, yes. the initial movie that he pitched was very much in line with what the show should have been. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the problem is, uh, sexist as sexist, saying mm-hmm. that nobody's going to want to watch that and not giving him a budget. They were like, so girls then. don't like holograms. <laughs> That's actually what they said to this man. They were like, girls are not going to care mm. about holograms. I'm sorry, bitch, did you see that this show was popular because girls was watching it? Do you think mm. you men folk watched Gem and made it popular? <laughs> we fucking love holograms. holograms we love old. Tupac the hologram. We love Michael Jackson <laughs> the hologram. <laughs> we like all the fucking holograms in the TV we, shows. We love Leia, Princess Leia holograms. Love yes. Princess Leia holograms. We like a lot of fucking holograms. holograms. You know what else we love? 80s fashion yep. okay. and hair and glitter. And girl bands. How could you fuck this up? I also enjoyed it. Jen was just, see? So Jen was just universally dope. Don't front. It was. But I'm just saying, women made that show popular. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't you fucking, like, accept that maybe we like holograms? And why would you make Rio the head of a company? I just don't know why you would take something unique and make it like everything else too. And you know what's funny is there's a comic of Jen that's super dope and super and, dope and it's like really great and modernizing and, and the art is stuff, beautiful and the art is mm-hmm. gorgeous and, and they have all these different body types and the, the hair game is on point. That's the 
big thing and that they made I real likable. I feel like live, especially on the on the big screen, and this is something that you know maybe Doctor Strange will help change and actually put some progress into the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you owe you owe us. You owe us. <laughs> uh, people are scared of doing wacky shit in live action. Yeah, that's true. And it's yeah. like that's. Look, if you tell me you're going to make a movie about wacky shit, that's what I'm going right. to expect. Yes. I, mean, I want that wacky right. shit. I, mean, I want that wacky yes. shit, I mean, the, the 90s weren't, like, the best the time for movies, right? right? The 90s had a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I really appreciated that the 90s were willing to try shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, in the 90s, we had some shit on TV that if someone pitched now, they'd be like, ha, 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 no. Mm-hmm. The, like, the mask, if the mask hadn't already happened, there's no way somebody would have made the mask. Mm-hmm. It's like we've lost that humorous, the Adams Family. The way it was made in the 90s, it would never be made. It would be a dark and gritty story of this yeah. world. Yeah, oh, I now know. I oh, now, okay. I can definitely tell you that my my least favorite adaptation will be this Archie show that's going to be on the CW. Riverdale. <laughs> I don't know. It 100% will be. Number one, I grew up on Archie. I love Archie. You just, I get all the spinoffs, like Archie meets Predator, all that stuff. That's cool. Like, you want to have, like, your own little mm. take. Oh, it's going to be dark. There's secrets. It's like, why can't he just be a kid who goes to high school with his friends and has fun? Shows like that have worked for literally the last, I don't know how many decades. You see, you see uh, Saved by the Bell? It was great. Just make it again and put Archie in it. It's <laughs> a great idea. But here, here's the reason I want Archie to do well. Because Josie and the Pussycats are in it. And they are all black and women. And it's lit. And it's amazing. But you're and they're gonna all going to play up. rock and roll. And all I want... I just, I, just, I just want them to have a spin-off show. Like, that's the only yeah. reason I want Archie no, to do I really like that your least favorite adaptation is not out yet. It's not out. <laughs> I even like the people who are making it. Like, they make Gossip Girl or whatever. I love Gossip Girl. XOXO. I love it. But I'm saying, don't do this to my... Don't do this to my Archie. Hashtag, <laughs> don't do this. Can that be the new moment up? Hashtag don't do this. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, let's wrap it up because we have been talking a lot, which is okay. great. Um, real quick, I will just say there's a lot of things coming out, so you guys should yeah. see. There's a live-action Voltron coming up. Um, there's a Captain Planet coming up. Yeah. Um, you know, we there's a lot of controversy around how The Walking Dead is kind of keeping true to the comics yeah. and what just happened recently. Mm-hmm. Go look up all that stuff since we didn't have time to talk oh, about and, it. And also, real quick, for <coughs> Cider, uh, I hate the movies. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, last question. Is there an adaptation that you would absolutely love to see? Mm. I want a really good Shira movie. Fuck yeah. That's why I, I think that would be. That'd be so good. Y'all want to reboot everything else mm. under the fucking sun? Yeah, where's Shira? Where's Shira? He's been, been there about four or five times. Where's Shira? Uh, there's, so of course Star Wars, obviously. Um, instead of a Han Solo spinoff, I want a movie adaptation of Star Wars Bloodline, which is basically the story of how the whole galaxy finds out that Darth Vader is Leia's uh, father in the middle of her senatorial election. <laughs> Awkward. So, yeah. So it's really great. It's like a really big action political drama story, and and it features like fifty year old Leia, and what? Carrie Fisher is still old enough, guys. So, <laughs> so that's what I would want. Sailor Moon live action. My girl. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. that's, that's all Keep I it say. wacky. Yeah, put that Keep transformation it. sequence Yo, in there. Yo, for real. Put every bright unicorn shit you in there. Seen the that, show? Like, the, the... Yes. Have you noticed that the the newest Voltron, as beautiful as it is, their transformation sequence into Voltron is boring ass bullshit. And I don't want y'all to do that. If we get a live action Sailor Moon, you better throw some fucking sparkles in there. Mm -hmm. People need to spin. Yeah. Uh, So my uh, the adaptation I would like to see. There's this book series called Alana the Lioness, Mm -hmm. and it's about a little girl who disguises herself as her twin brother so she can learn how to become a knight. And eventually goes on to save the world dozens of times because she's dope as fuck. Yeah. Um, I think that would make an awesome TV show. Oh, also aimed uh, at young adults. Jeremy Whitley's Princeless. That would be a really Yo, legit. Princeless. Yo. Hell yes. Maybe mm. animated. Oh, and Saga. Animated would be cool too. Oh, and oh, Saga. Saga is fire also. I also suggested this on Blaster last month, but uh, after the success of Elena of Avalor, I would really like it if a Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur show. Thanks. Thanks. Disney, Disney XD Thanks. for I the kids. About this also. Like, I think it would be such a great adaptation. It would. Yes. Also, it Power would. Pack. Yes. Uh, either as animated live action, and you mm-hmm. make them kids multi uh, multiracial, multiracial, mm-hmm. and you have it so they adopted them kids. Yay! Them, that would be cool. Yeah, yes. and I do want to be clear. I think it should be a cartoon or a cartoon movie. Cartoon. Uh, I worry about live action. Y'all yeah. don't want to put all those dicks out there. I know how y'all are. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> all right. Thank you so much for coming. Can you tell people you where, where to find you and anything you want to plug right now? You can find me on Twitter, Ira Hobbs Jr. 
I R A H O B S. And that's a country ass sounding name. It is. I Junior. My family from the south. We're from the classic Florida. And then um, you can check me out uh, on Blavity every Tuesday. Just go to blavity.com. I'm there. He's there. He's there. Where can we find you, Sarah? Oh, where can we find you on the internet, Bailey? Bailey, where are you available? When's your next show? <laughs> Bailey's next show is whenever he walks on camera. He's next. like, hey, you guys are wearing black clothes, and I'm going to lick my mom's hair. <laughs> uh, so I'm Sarah the Rebel everywhere. I'm on Twitch. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Sarah has an H. You know why. <laughs> tomorrow, where can we find you? I'm at Mrs. Tomorrow on the tweets and the Instagrams. Uh, so check it out. If you guys are looking for me, you can find me at Okatrina. Find me in the A! You can find me at Okatrina, okatrina.com. If you guys want, uh, my new story is coming out next week. It is an awesome story about space pirates called Treasure in the Core. And I wrote it because I got really angry that there weren't any Latinas in sci-fi. So, there you go. Go check it out at okatrina.com. Follow me on Twitter at Okatrina. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye. And remember, party Party down down and and woman up. Goodbye! Yay! Ugh. You can find me in the. Hey!